0: And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the plague, week 19 of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian and co host of the brand new podcast, The Wide World of Dugs. It's Doug Mellard. And he's a comedian you know as the orange dancer from Captain EO and a zombie from The Willies. It's Doug Benson. Tone Zone is here to assure us that he has never, ever, not once put a hex on the moon, except for that one time, but the moon was being a real jerk. I'm her husband Daniel saying this may be the darkest timeline, but it's also the dankest. So say <laughs> to your new best friend, Allison Rosen.
1: Allison Rosen.
2: Friends. Hello, my little pita breads. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, Patreon. by Scott Marquez. Uh, now, given that my guests are Doug Benson and Doug Mellard of Wide World of Dougs, a lot of the Patreon subscribers submitted pot related carbohydrates like Uh, Pot gummies, pot brownies, etc. And I couldn't choose which of all the edibles, so then I I decided to zag when they all zigged and I just chose pita breads. It's something everyone loves. Hello and welcome, Dougs. Doug Benson, Doug Mellard, hello. Hello.
3: Hello. (laughs) How's it going? It's
4: great to be here. It's great Great. to be here at my place.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's great to be here at all of our places. Doug Mellard, you're in Santa Fe, yes?
5: That is correct, Yes.
2: I have never been there, but uh, a guest of mine, Erin Gibson, from numerous podcasts, included including Throwing Shade and Groceries, uh, is sort of like, she lives in LA and she lives in Santa Fe, and it sounds like an enchanting, mystical place with like a lot of saturated colors and
5: witchcraft. Yes. And green chili. Yes, it has all of the things. It's fantastic. Although, I was just warned about a family of bears that's in the area, so... That, you know, that that's a negative, maybe.
1: I mean,
2: <laughs>
4: you know, big gay men need to live somewhere.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's
4: true.
3: <laughs> Did you
2: guys see that video that uh, went viral of the hiker just holding very still while a giant bear comes up to her and like sniffs her and stuff?
5: Oh, yeah. I think I heard. Wow. No, there's I heard a lot of that, that
4: going around right now. A lot of wildlife getting real nervy because the people are gone.
2: Yeah. yeah. I feel like at the beginning of all of this, this being shut down, we heard a lot about how beautiful the, like how there was no pollution. It's so beautiful. Look at nature coming back. Look at all the animals encroaching. I haven't heard a lot of that lately. I feel like the conversation has moved on to darker things. So the bear is bringing it back.
5: Yeah. The bears try to make it a comeback. Yes.
4: Bears wandering around in suburbia is the new high speed chase for news helicopters to
0: come. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I prefer it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's adorable. And it ends in a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with the
4: bear just going
3: to
0: sleep.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think if I would have the wherewithal and like bear knowledge. The bearwithal? The bearwithal, thank you. <laughs> To just stand still. I don't think I would, because you always hear, like, make yourself bigger. Shake right. a thing with coins in it. Maybe that's just for coyotes. But I wouldn't. Maybe I would freeze. I don't know.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: I think it's, you know, depends on where you're at, you know? Like, if there's no way to make a break for it, then, of course, you'd have, you'd have to go the freezing route.
5: Right. Yeah. I've also heard roll up into a ball so it can't get to the, the good parts of you. Can't get, get torn up. But yeah, I think I would just panic and pass out.
2: Yeah, she was exposing her good part. I mean, I don't know what the bear would consider her good parts, but I feel like yeah. they were all being exposed.
4: Gotta so- cover the face, I think. I think the face yeah. is the first thing they'd want to eliminate.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Why? Because that's where all the... It's just like people. Who needs a face looking at you when you're trying to eat? You're right.
2: (laughs) I am not a fan of fish with heads. Like, if I'm at a restaurant and I inquire about a specific fish dish and it comes with a head, I'm out. What about you guys?
5: Oh, yeah. I can't do it. No, No thanks.
4: (laughs) I I need my fish to not taste or look like fish. Snapchat.
2: Doug, what is your ideal fish that doesn't look or taste like fish preparation?
4: You know, sushi. You don't have to ever see the face when you're eating sushi, right? And it's always a very pretty color. Almost, it just feels like a like tuna. Just feels like a nice eraser.
1: Where, cool.
2: Now, where are you with something like? And I've never had this, but my understanding is it tastes like a wharf um uni uh
5: i don't think i like that wait what is uni
2: it's uh it's that thing with spa- sea urchin
5: oh
4: i like eel i like fresh water eel is really good
2: uh so doug benson uh-huh <laughs> and i do recall you telling me that you think that people who address people with first and last name like that's a sign of mental illness
4: not on a podcast, because, you know, people especially need... Especially with two dogs. <laughs> yeah. You need to ID people. We, yeah, we call each other DB and Mellard uh, on our show so that there's no confusion. Okay. But, um, but, yeah, I just find it's especially, it's a screenwriter trick. Like, the, the crazy woman in the movie will start referring to the man by his first and last name when she talks to him. And that's supposed to signal to all of us that she's going to be a problem.
2: Hmm. I, You know, it must work on such a, a subliminal level that I've never been aware of that. But believe me, I will be aware now.
4: It does exist, Alison Rosen.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: it worked. So, so, DP. It's certainly a quirky or eccentric person, I think, that uses full names with right. someone where you've already, you've already said hello. So there's no yeah, reason really- to say the name again at all, and then they say the whole name.
2: That's what right. I was going to say. In real life, you don't use people's names. Like, very rarely do you use them except at the beginning of the conversation. Right.
4: Yeah. So, if it happens in real life, same thing. Crazy person. <laughs> but Red
0: don't flag. you think s- certain names have that, like, sound, though, that it just sounds good to say both? Like, not they always, do just not, certain Tony names.
4: Daxton. See, I, I'm, told,
0: I'm told I have one of those names. I don't know. I'm not say- claiming I do, but I've been told that I do.
2: In the way th- t- t- facts.
0: <laughs> I get that, too. Yes.
2: <laughs> Tony Thaxton. in the way that you're claiming that you don't know whether you have that kind of name, is that like guys claiming they don't know if other guys are attractive or not? That's what it feels
0: like. No, I was saying that people do t- say that I have that kind of name. I'm not. I'm personally not saying that I do, but I have been told that.
2: That's what I'm saying. You're claiming that you don't know. And I want to really drill down into this. You're claiming you don't know whether it's a fun name to say or not. Like somehow you're blinded by it being your name. And I'm saying that's like how guys are always like, I mean, I I can't tell if he's handsome or not. I think he is.
0: Right. Uh, But no, the answer is yes, I'm handsome.
2: (laughs) Well, I want to get into Doug related stuff. I've got specific Doug questions written out. But first... First, I must ask the two of you a question from the show last week that I'm that I'm carrying over. Okay. The sure. question is, which is like the most weird, which is the most weird to pop up in regular life? And I'll give you a spe- specific scenario, but the choice is cool card shuffling, like like accordioning the cards, juggling or bar flare. And you're in someone's kitchen, they've invited you over for coffee. And then, and thank you, Doug, for, Doug is pantomiming some of this. Just one of the fun things you can see if you are a Patreon subscriber. Patreon. Yeah, Um, cough
4: it up. Cough it up. Yeah,
2: cough it up for Patreon. Thank you. Um, I feel like cough it up is especially good for the getting Doug with high Patreon. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yes, you'll see the video there. Um, Okay, so someone invites you for coffee. You're in their kitchen. And then they just start. They're going to get you the coffee, and then they just start doing this card stuff. They start juggling or they start doing bar
1: flare, which is the weirdest Card stuff juggling or bar flare yeah
5: if If it was a bar trick, I'd be kind of impressed. That can be cool, mm-hmm. but juggling feels like trying way too hard. Card okay. shuffling also kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. It's it's better than juggling. Juggling is a little too, hey, look at me on a unicycle kind of move.
2: Yes. I mean, I don't know what how I feel. Uh DB, what do you think? <laughs> um, yeah,
4: I'm really torn because they're all if the person does it well, they're all like, oh, I was we didn't really need that right now, but good job. Like if they if they bust it out and they're terrible at it, like you ever been like at somebody's house and there's a kid uh, who wants to b- bust out these kinds of things and they're terrible at it, and you have to just be like, eh, eh, eh. yeah. Um, so, but I think, yeah, I don't know. I I think that the I'm gonna go with the juggling, uh, the the flare, the bar flare. Because that seems a little way too premeditated. (laughs) It's very premeditated to be like, hey, come over to my house. Hey, have you seen my kitchen? And then start throwing, you know, drinks around. (laughs) You know, or like, hey, do you want a cocktail? And then they just start tossing shit in the air. And like, okay, just let's just open a beer.
2: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Tony, how's it feel to be wrong? (laughs) The genesis of all of this, and I know I asked you a question and then I didn't let you answer. I admitted that for a long time I have wanted to be able to like shuffle in a cool way to do the like that kind of thing. I just think it would be cool. And then my friend Wendy Molina, who you may know from Twitter, she's a writer for Bob's Burgers. um, She was like, if you started doing that, I would and the next time I saw someone who also knew you, I'd be like, can we talk about Allison? I think she's going through something. (laughs) She felt, and Tony felt for sure that the cards was the weirdest one. Whereas I feel like cards is cool. The other two are weird and annoying cards is just cool. (laughs) That's how
5: I see it. Yeah. I've been jealous of people that can do the cool card things. I I wish I could do that.
4: Yeah. They tend to have like a cool pattern though. And they tend to either be a person's walking around with a deck of cards all the time, which is annoying or, You know, they're showing off because there's any size of a gathering. Like that's like close up magic. If you're just Mm -hmm. one person and you're stuck with the magician, look out because it's going to happen. And and the whole point at the end of it is you're, you know, it's like that old Jerry Seinfeld joke I'm I'm great, you're a dick, is how every magic trick ends. So it's like, (laughs) so, but I find it especially interesting that Allison thinks that the card thing. Like, because if you did the card thing, I would be, I would personally be very excited about it because it seems so unlike you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it, it, any of those three, it, it, you knowing how to do any of those things seems not like you to me. But the cards one is particularly, it's kind of a show-offy, cocky kind of behavior. Uh-huh. And I don't see you doing that with, with anything that you do.
2: Have you not seen me blow spit bubbles off the tip of my tongue or raise just one eyebrow?
4: I guess not.
3: Amazing <laughs> one eyebrow. Anything
4: that made I can you do the raise other one
3: too.
2: <laughs> um, the spit thing, I need. I need more time. Uh, yeah, I know. I guess it is not really. Maybe that's why I want to do it. Maybe I have like an alter ego who can do cool card shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I maybe take some lessons, see what happens. I tried to learn it many years ago. Uh and I even blogged about it. But back then the internet was not as robust. I guess I don't know. All I found were directions on like how to do card tricks. So I'm like fine, I'll just learn those. And then I got a, I was afraid of like the, metam- the the road I was traveling down. And I'm like I'm about to become someone who does close-up <laughs> magic. So I'm going to stop. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay, Doug's. Anyway, what I was starting to say before when I used your full name, Doug Benson, is Doug loves movies, getting Doug with High, dining with Doug and Karen, and now Wide World of Doug's. Tell me why the world needs, and I'm not saying it doesn't, but tell me how you guys met. Tell me how you guys (laughs) met and why the world needs a podcast exploring Doug's. Well,
4: I like to say that, you know, I I did a movie podcast, which was great because then I got to meet lots of movie stars and go to movie premieres and stuff. I did a weed podcast. I got lots of free weed out of it. And I did a food podcast. I got to eat at expensive restaurants. Now I'm doing a Doug podcast uh, to give back. Cause I don't, I don't really, I don't need any Dougs. I don't need, I don't want free Dougs out of this. I want to find along with uh, Doug Mellard uh, the best Dougs that are out there. Because to be honest, it's not, it's, Speaking of flair, which you were earlier, mm. it, it's a name that's absolutely flairless. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah.
4: You True. know, so, uh, so it's, you know, it's, just, uh, it's like kind of a punchline name. Like, like if a character's named Doug, then you're already knowing something about that character, that they're not, you know, that they're kind of a nerd or something. Mm-hmm. So, so that's where we uh, first got into it. And how, how did we first meet Doug?
5: Uh, I bet 15 years ago, probably at Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas. That's my, my best guess. We've known yeah. each other forever, but yeah, just through passing. But that first comedy. time
4: we met, I was like, mental note, if I ever want to do a podcast <laughs> about Doug, <laughs> this is the guy I'm going to do it
5: with. <laughs> and here we are.
2: <laughs> have you guys ever met people who have your exact first and last name? Because I am connected no. to a number of Allison Rosen's. There's like the main one, and we get each other. No, no, she gets my email and she forwards it to me. And then there's a chef named Allie Rosen, who I had on my podcast. And then we had the other Allison Rosen call in. Oh, so wow. I've taken it one step further. I'm not trying to best you or anything. But like, <laughs> have you met a Doug Benson and a Doug Mellard?
4: No. Oh, but, I, I, I know there are Doug Bensons out there, but Doug Mellard seems like kind of unlikely.
5: Yeah, my brother has. Uh, another, uh, my brother's Jason. He has another Jason out there, but I don't have that issue so far. But I think Doug's just a step rarer than the word, you know, Jason, I guess. So yeah, Alison,
2: Allison
4: Allison and Rosen, those just go together too well.
2: Oh, they do (laughs) actually. You know, you were saying uh, on the episode with Dougie Doug, I think that, when you're in a loud room and you have to say what your name is, it just sounds like you're going like,
3: ah! Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Allison, even though the, it's, it's got more syllables, it's also hard in a loud room. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it's,
4: com- it's complex without any real hard sounds.
2: Right.
1: I, 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 I,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I named my children Elliot and Owen, and Owen's middle, middle name is William. And I was thinking, like, that's a real mush of sounds that have no distinction. Owen William.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah, William, what was the full name, William? Owen William. Owen William yeah. Owen Williams. That just sounds like somebody was naming a baby with, uh, they had um, a cream of wheat in their mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he's just starting out his, I know. <laughs> he's just starting out his life and I've done this to him.
4: I mean, those are cool names. I mean, middle names you shouldn't even worry about for a second because they're just so useless. Right. It's going to be Owen, you know, and that's a a strong name these days, I think.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I've got – it's kind of like a Doug quiz, but not really because we're not going to keep track of points or anything. Um, But we do have a little song to intro it. And the first question is going to be, do you, do you know what song this is? Hit it, Tony. Do you recognize it?
5: Yeah, Dig Dug. Is that Dig Dug? It's Dig Dug. <laughs> All I didn't
1: right. recognize
4: it. I'm just smart like that.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Number one. Are there any Duggs you've met who, for whom it's not short for Douglas? And again, I don't have the correct answers. These are open-ended questions that we're treating as a quiz.
4: Okay. My answer is no.
5: No, but there is a Doug Ray Scott out there.
4: Yeah. Isn't that a weird name? Doug Ray? Doug Ray?
2: I think that answer is yes, then, if there's someone named Doug Ray and it's
5: one word. Well, I've never met him. <laughs> he just <laughs> sounds
2: like
4: a he just sounds like an astronaut or something. Or something cool.
5: He's
4: like he's like Buck Rogers.
2: His the the first name is Doug Ray, as opposed to like it being Doug and then middle or, name Ray.
5: You're right. Yeah, or, it's like, or Doug it's like the
2: R R A Y instead of L A S. Yeah. He has done what you guys claim can't be done. He's made the name super cool. <laughs> It's people don't know how
4: to say it though. So is Uh, that cool that people are stumbling through your name every time? Do (laughs) agree?
2: They
1: do agree. Okay,
2: number two. What do you consider to be the female version of Doug? And I know that actually you've mentioned on your podcast, and I knew one in real life. Douglas can be a female name very rarely. Um, but I want to know, like, what do you think is the female version of Doug?
1: Ooh.
4: We haven't, uh, we haven't really discovered. There's a female character on a TV show played by Fortune Feemster, who was um, they called her Dougie.
1: Mm.
2: No, I mean, like, is it Deborah? Right, is it Denise.
4: That's that's the thing is that, there there is no such thing because why drag down those names <laughs> with our Doug bullshit? I mean, <laughs> you know, I think it'd be like the, the it'd be like Edna or something, something that's not particularly oh.
5: desirable. I don't know if cause, it maybe most yeah. people
4: aren't born fifty. <laughs> D- Doug Mellard are you just going to Oh look at little baby it? Edna
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to add Deb's the closest as far as if you cut Deborah down to Deb Deb is kind of close to Doug I guess because yeah, I feel funny. like you don't you don't take a Deb you know necessarily very seriously I uh, take
4: Deb very seriously
5: <laughs> <laughs> so we're still not there yet
2: <laughs> um, Mellard I'm adopting your nicknames. Do you hate your name as much as the other one seems to?
5: Um, Oh, I firmly agree with the fact that once you go to Doug, you're just not taken seriously. And like he was saying, if if you hear that in a a movie or a TV show, you hear the word Doug, it's like, oh, this is the class clown or goofball, which, you know, we're both comics, so it works out. But, you know, unless you go by Douglas – you're not gonna be taken very seriously. And Douglas seems too over the top. There's no there's no good middle ground here. It's either real serious or not serious at all.
2: Yes. Um sort of like the name James. I feel like it's hard to pull off a James.
4: Yeah, that's why they get they get to be Jim, Jimmy.
2: Right. And those are are those are not the same as Doug.
4: They can drink some Jameson. They got lots of options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Have Do you guys have nickname? I mean, aside from the ones we already mentioned, have you ever gone by a nickname? No.
4: Nah. Nick, Doug is already, like you'll see in the credits of movies sometimes, Douglas Doug Smith or something. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's a nickname? Um, yeah, it already feels like a nickname, but people like to, you know, they like to take, they like to push it. So you get variations, but in my case, and I think Doug's as well, you get all the variations, uh, spor you know—you don't get any one thing consistently. So you hear, you know, you hear Dougie, Doug, Doogie, uh, Douglas, Duggers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, just people just mangle it any way they can, but there's no consistency. So you don't have to get sick of hearing the same thing all the time.
5: I forgot about Douglas. I never cared for that.
2: Yeah,
4: that's
5: stupid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, Doug Mellard, are you married? I am so what do your wife wife and girlfriend respectively call you?
5: Um, uh, Doug, she just calls me Doug on occasion. Dougie, uh, Ooh, special occasions <laughs> <laughs> on her anniversary. Dougie. Absolutely. <laughs> just that day of the year. That's it. It's
4: Dougie day.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and then it's gone and it's back to normal. Yeah. Uh, as a joke, if she's joke mad at me, Douglas, you know, but yeah. Douglas.
3: Doug,
5: right, see there. Ah, I hate hearing that. Get
4: on this floor, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
5: Douglas,
4: Douglas would be a great name for a cute little dog, I think. Oh, it really would. It really would. I like when people have a cute little dog and its name is like Eric.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, and Doug Benson, what does your girlfriend call you? Uh I think
4: like especially during the pandemic she just has to just uh, make a noise and I'll be ah.
1: <laughs> 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 we're never
4: we're never not together, so <laughs> I don't think we don't say each other's names much.
2: <laughs> uh next question. I've lost track. Holy Grail Doug, I feel like maybe you already blew your Dougwad.
4: Yeah. There's a, there's a distinct possibility that having Dougie Doug as the first person named Doug on a podcast about people named Doug, we might have overstepped.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, he was so he was so great too, such a so agreeable and fun, and and just a legend. And and like I said, you know that's one we get a lot. If you're named Doug, people are just going to be like, "Hey, Dougie Doug." They're just going to say it. They can't stop themselves from being as white as possible.
5: Yeah we've also I mean it's
4: never never a black guy calling me Dougie Doug
5: (laughs) (laughs) Another one up there maybe Dougie Fresh I think Dougie Doug and Dougie Fresh Mm -hmm. Are the the top Dugs for sure
4: That's what uh, Pete Holmes calls me Dougie Fresh Insists on it every time
2: Does he laugh when he says it?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Probably Does he ever say anything that he doesn't think is funny?
2: (laughs) Um I'm curious. Oh, Tony, I have another question for them. Okay. Are there any like really bad Dugs? Uh, are there any serial murder? Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. What didn't uh, Anna say that uh, Fred? Mm-hmm. Not Fred Durst. <laughs> Robert Durst's brother is Let's- a Doug. Oh, he's not a serial killer though. Fred Durst is a serial killer. No, Are there any Fred Durst is not a serial
0: killer? <laughs> well, he might be. <laughs> you heard I mean, it here first, know
4: how much cereal? Fred
3: Durst
2: eats. That's right.
5: You heard it here first, Fred Durst is a serial killer. <laughs> Breaking news.
2: We're all in agreement that Fred Durst is a serial killer. I mean, Robert Durst. Good old Bobby D, the murderer.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, That's what I, his
2: business cards say. Bobby D, murderer. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any like infamously bad Dugs out there, but I I more, could see
4: infamously. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I don't. We could see you know maybe a Doug snapping because he's sick of not being taken seriously, and then goes on some sort of horrible spree. But uh, so like far, a, not so much.
2: Like a falling down, which I haven't seen, but right. I feel like that that
5: applies. Yeah. There
2: Michael
5: any- Douglas. Oh, there, you go. <laughs> there Appar- you go.
0: Apparently there is a serial killer named Doug Clark. What? Yeah. Ooh.
3: What'd he do? I mean,
0: uh, Let's see. It says, <laughs> first of all, I like that it describes him as a retired American serial killer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Clark and his accomplice, Carol you M. Bundy. You got too old for, for that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Sunset Strip Killers.
5: Whoa. Whoa. Oh, that was locally too. Good lord! Yeah, uh, yeah. He was, he was sick of being called Dougie. Uh, Maybe
4: just, <laughs> just, yeah, just Clark Clark is a boring last name too. That guy was just saddled with. He was just he was too boring to not start killing people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and our final question. Do you know the origin of the name and the meaning?
5: Take it, Uh, Don. It's something about dark water. I looked it up a little while back. It's I I don't know. It's Celtic or Scottish,
4: like diarrhea or something.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I think there's one version that that means like living uh, down by the dark stream or something, and that that sounds like the Matt Foley character living in a van down by the river,
2: <laughs> down by the dark stream. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it means like, uh, like black, gray, blue, or something.
0: Yeah, it says dark Weird. or black. Hmm.
5: See, and and that's Douglas. See, if you say Douglas, that sounds serious. But if you cut it down to Doug, it feels like none of that pertains to anything. You know, like. Uh, you know, Dark River doesn't seem very duggy, like
2: <laughs> um, no. Are you hoping to change the way Dougs are perceived with this endeavor?
5: As a big mm-hmm. collaborative effort, possibly.
4: <laughs> I think we can do it. I think we really can. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to, I, you know, maybe that's another thing we should be looking for. Are there any Doug billionaires out there?
3: Because
5: uh. maybe...
4: Maybe since we have the same name, maybe you know they could be reasoned with because they they only need like a couple million to get through their dumb life. They don't really need a billion dollars. They could really help the world. Just a an idea. I don't. I, but uh, who knows? There might not be any billionaires named
5: Doug. Yeah, it's held them back too long.
2: If there are, you know what I bet they have around their home items from Brooklinen. Uh, you've probably heard us talk about Brooklinen before. They're the home of the internet's favorite sheets and. My favorite sheets, but also they have towels, which are amazing. Tony, our own Tony Thaxton has Brooklyn and towels. And now I have a set of Brooklyn and towels as well. Uh, I have the ultra plush. They're like really thick and soft. And mine are smoke colored, which is like a cool gray. To what did I do to deserve this luxury? And then it's like, I'm just alive. That's all I did. They give your daily routines a little something extra. And with varying levels of plushness, the towel of your dreams is waiting to wrap you up with all this extra time at home. It might be nice to invest in a little extra softness and absorbency. Uh, And I've been looking for ways to turn my bathroom into a miniature spa. And Brooklyn's towels have been helping me find my zen. And also, I have to say, I just could not love their sheets more. I sleep on them every single night. Brooklinen is a perfect place to find all the comforts for home, including ultra soft towels. They're so confident in their product that everything comes with a lifetime warranty. Use promo code BESTFRIEND for 10% off your first order at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com promo code best friend again that's brooklyn and b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n dot com promo code best friend brooklyn and everything you need to live your most comfortable life all right i have to tell you guys about um, a dumb thing i did and now i'm just going to front load this by saying this is going to be a frustrating story because i'm not going to name names it's going to be very vague and (laughs) even the dugs don't know but i was (laughs) pitched a guest for my podcast and i was like sure that sounds good. Uh, and But then I was thinking, like, dude, I'm not that familiar with this person. But I mean, I definitely, they're, they're like a household name. I definitely know who they are. Blah, 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 blah. You know, just thinking of, like, when am I going to do the interview? And then all of a sudden, I realized for days... I had been picturing the wrong person in my head. Oh. <laughs> but I can't, I, I want to tell you, but I feel like it'll be insulting to the actual person that it is. When I realized who it was, though, the actual one, I'm like, oh, I think that might even be better than who I was thinking it was. Same <laughs> first name, different last names. Have you guys, Doug, have you ever done this? You must get pitched people on Doug Loves Movies all the time. Have you ever said yes and had the wrong person in your mind?
4: I don't think so. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I have. I mean, I definitely, like, sometimes they'll pitch somebody to me, and, you know, I'll go, oh, I've seen that movie. They were great in that movie, or they directed whatever. Like, you know, I'll get excited about the guest, but somebody whose name I was always uh, not sure how to pronounce, you know, even when discussing it with friends, we'd always just kind of stab at it and guess, and and, uh, so when that happens, I I get very frustrated because – it's hard for me to remember what the definitive one is when I right. spend my whole life just saying two, two things, just to be clear who I'm talking about. So, uh, so that's happened a few times and that, that gets me a bummer, but I generally just get over that by saying, do people say your name wrong a lot? And they go, yeah,
3: <laughs>
4: I go, what are they, what's the wrong version you get the most? <laughs> you know? so they just get that out of the way. So I can say that what I think is the right version after eliminating a really
1: bad wrong one
2: i say mark ruffalo wrong like i saw, i used to say well the last time i ever said mark <laughs> ruffalo was on the adam carolla show and boy did i did everyone have fun with that so now i say it correctly
4: yeah that's that's the thing you, we all kind of live in a bubble where if we only see the person's name in print over the years you kind of create your own uh, pronunciation for it and then it's always fun when somebody in a You know, a nice, polite conversation just completely whiffs somebody's name because that's what they thought it was.
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) I
4: guess that's apparently what happened to you on a a show where ball busting (laughs) the point of the show.
2: (laughs) Yes. There is an ice cream truck going by in my neighborhood. Can you guys hear it?
0: if I could I'd be
4: out the door
2: (laughs) 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 All right. so with our remaining time today would you guys like to do a segment called how dare you where I ask very personal questions but you have the option of saying how dare you or would you like to do a segment called just me or everyone where we do Doug is uh, Doug Benson is familiar with this one things that people think or do and they wonder is it just me or is it everyone and then we weigh in
4: I like that second one Let's sure. do that one. All right. Sometimes I
3: ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone?
2: All right. And if you would like to submit a Just Me or Everyone, please tweet it to the show at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F on Twitter. People try to submit them in other venues, and occasionally they get in, but in general... I like to take them on Twitter. It is just, that's just where I go. Uh, Now, this first one is interesting because she did not submit it as a specific JMO, but but Lee Bruns saw it and was like, this is a JMO. So this is a secondhand JMO. This is from Kelly Albrecht. What type of mental illness is it where every time I drive through an intersection, I imagine myself being T-boned, crushed, and somehow decapitated? Oh. Do you guys also have that?
5: No. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. I feel horrible for that person. I
2: think it's actually, and this is not, the point of the segment is not to diagnose people, but I think that's some intrusive thoughts and a little bit of OCD. I have the one, though, where if I'm at an intersection and people are walking by, I like smash my foot into the brake button. I mean the brake pedal.
0: I've done that. Oh, yeah. 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 Hit that brake button hard. (laughs) That's (laughs) how long
2: it's been since I've driven that I'm now smashing a brake button.
3: You
4: do. You do. You sit there pushing on it like you want to do almost the opposite of stopping. You want (laughs) to, you know, not go backwards, but you also don't want to ever move again.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly.
4: The idea of just accidentally mowing somebody down, like, it's hard to be like, sorry.
1: (laughs) Right.
5: Oops. One that that I have that's kind of similar to that is if I'm too close to an edge. The older I get, the more afraid of heights I get. And if Mm -hmm. I get too close to an edge, I'll picture things like that. It's terrifying. It's not fun. That's
4: funny you say that because Bono also can't get too close to the
0: edge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I – wait, the other guy
0: (laughs) – <laughs> Doug is waving for the listener.
2: Larry, Larry is kind of a the Doug of you too. Yeah,
5: right. name wise. yeah, yeah. Definitely can't be the edge.
4: edge. But yeah, but Larry always comes from Lawrence, which is like uh, you know pretty classy sounding name. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: You're but right. he's he's going by Larry though. Yeah.
4: That, that's on yeah. him. He could he could be well, Lawrence if why. he wanted. That's why Lawrence Fishburne, like you know, he he at one point had to put his foot down I and mean, be no, it's Lawrence. Like he was Larry, he was Larry in Apocalypse Now when he was like 16, playing an 18-year-old. Uh, <laughs> he had some weird casting ideas back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually but that's a true story. Lawrence Fisburn lied about his age in Apocalypse now, and he's he's way too young to be playing somebody in the in the military
3: Whoa. in
4: Vietnam, but they, they didn't know until it was too late.
3: Wow. That's
2: cool. You usually don't usually it's the other way. People right. are like way older. Mm-hmm. Uh Rick Peter Peters says, <laughs> and this is uh this is uh in it's regards like Dougie last, Doug. That's right. In regards to last week's episode, as a kid, I thought wheelbarrow was wheelbarrow.
0: I think husband, I might have too.
2: I think I did too. My husband was saying wheelbarrow, and I'm like, no, it's wheelbarrow. So uh, Like I, a
5: donkey? I, a donkey yes. on wheels? <laughs> yes. But
2: then someone wrote in and said that actually the name comes from like a beast of burden, so it was wheelbarrow. I have not uh, verified that though. Oh, wow. I don't know.
3: I yeah, just it, don't know. But
2: yes, <laughs> I, did. I did think it was wheelbarrow. Okay. Phil Scrog says, It really irks me when companies advertise a product with a price that ends in 99 cents. Just twenty-nine ninety-nine. You say, wow, 20-something dollars is so cheap. Just be honest and call it 30 bucks.
4: That doesn't bother well, me. I mean, he found the trick that they do, and uh, how about you just be honest with yourself and know
3: that it's a trick? <laughs>
4: and and don't purchase that product if you're so upset that they
0: uh,
4: tried to make you feel like you were saving a dollar.
0: Also, doesn't pretty much every product do that? Right, so. every.
4: It's big, it's big. I go crazy watching, I, I love watching prices, right? And uh It it drives me crazy when there's a car out there because they figure out the exact price of the car down to the cents usually for these games. And like when it gets down to the guys, like okay, twenty one thousand two hundred forty two and sixty three cents, and people in the audience are going, no, no, sixty (laughs) two. Like there's no way to know what the cents is, but they all are so confident in their, uh, you know, when they're sharing their guesses. That drives me nuts, but in in real life, it doesn't bother me.
3: Right,
2: <laughs> Doug? Did you ever try to get on that show? Uh, no, because I was too
4: I was too not into like waiting in line all day when Bob Barker was the host, and then I was already friends with Drew Carey when he became a host. And you know, technically, I could have maybe tried to like sit in the audience and hope they pick me and don't realize that Drew and I know each other. But mm-hmm. I, that's that shit's just like I'd rather I, I'd be too like. Worried about getting caught, you know? Yeah,
5: that'd be weird once you got up there and, and you have to pretend that you don't know each other. That'd be a strange interaction. Well, I
4: saw the funniest thing, though, the other night. They did Celebrity Family Feud, and one of the teams was Drew Carey and his friends. And it was like a lady that's always on. Whose Line Is It Anyway? But then also comedians, Blaine capach and Brendan Walsh.
3: Because yeah. They're, just,
4: they're friends of Drew's. Yeah. <laughs> and they both are, you know, they both like were, it was so funny watching them, watching people I know are comedians. They're not making that big a deal out of them being comedians on the show. So their silly things that they're doing are kind of lost on the uh, right. live studio audience. You know? so, <laughs> it was pretty entertaining. <laughs>
2: Um, Okay, James Leroy Wilson says, Knowing there are trolls and assholes and also fans and supporters and also most people who don't react either way, when I see dislikes of a YouTube video exceed 5% of the likes, I think, huh, maybe there's good reason for the dislikes. Did you guys follow that?
3: Kind of. I don't know
2: if I think that. I think I would probably just think, huh, this person has a bunch of haters or
4: right. they suck. Or, or they did something that bots got uh, upset about
0: right yeah, yeah. i just yeah, always question gonna... why dislike is even an option like have right. like yeah. d- d- you can have the like option and then just nothing else like so it either gets liked or it doesn't dislike is so Yeah,
4: I really want to watch this dog video, but a few people (laughs) said thumbs down, so I've lost
1: interest.
2: That being said, I do tend to react that way on Yelp. Like if I read a few negative reviews, I mean, not in in the world the way it is right now. I don't find myself looking at Yelp reviews of businesses or restaurants and things. But in general, if I read a few or a doctor, like if I read a few negative reviews, even if they have a really good rating, it still dissuades me.
4: Yeah, but go back and look at those bad reviews. 90% of the time, it's written by Karen. (laughs)
5: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Or a competing business, I always wonder. I feel like all of that, you can't really trust it. Um. Yeah.
5: I've definitely known a couple people that did bad reviews that shouldn't have done that. And I was, like, upset that they did that. I'm like, I had a great experience there. Yours was an isolated incident. Like, you know, it can I don't think you should ruin it for everybody else by doing a bad Yelp review.
4: Yeah, well, if you're reviewing, of- if you're reviewing robot restaurant where there's no humans and no no opportunity for them to like, they need to be perfect because they're robots. Then you can complain. But like, uh, human error is going to be a huge part of uh, the you know service that you get, and you can't judge it every time as a constant. You know,
2: have you guys ever left a review?
5: Uh, only good only positive same yeah
4: yeah i don't think i've ever even bothered with it i've gone to Welp.
2: oh what do you do there
4: you just uh say i'm relieved five stars
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i only
2: i left a review once because i was so angry at this is uh so it was when I was going through IVF so already I was hormonal um, and there was this one pharmacy that you had to go to to get the the drugs and they what happened? They were like, mention our Yelp page and get f- some like five hundred dollars like some big savings or something maybe it was fifty it seemed big." Um, <laughs> You know, like yeah, mention this and, and get a discount and ask. Maybe it
4: was a nickel. I don't remember. <laughs> it,
3: I think
2: there was a five in it, unless it was a six or four. <clears throat> um, but anyway, I mentioned it to them and she's like, oh, so you had, in order to get this, you have to leave a positive review and mention the name of the employee and then send it to us and then, the, you know, and then call in and place your order the next day. And like, I needed the drugs that day and it felt so corrupt that the, the only way you got the, di- cause it didn't say leave a positive review, get a discount. It said, mention it and get a discount. But then that you had to leave a positive review. It seemed like total bullshit to me. So I just Ooh. left a review like outing them. Yeah. Um, and then NBC news contacted me wanting to interview <laughs> me for a story about people doing, I assume weird shit on Yelp, but I didn't, I didn't go for it. Cause I was just like, I feel like nothing good is going to come from that Yeah.
3: Ooh. for me.
2: So, uh, <laughs> Anyway, I hope they're having a lovely time uh, right now. Okay, let's see. Um, Oh, Doug Benson has to go in a minute. Bex says, if I wait too long to eat, I can get to a point where I'm so hungry that I don't want to eat anymore.
5: Oh, no, never.
2: <laughs> I have experienced that, but you just push through and you just eat because you're like, it's been too long. But yeah, yeah, I do think that there is sort of like a... A sort of like... Y- the, the acuteness of the hunger goes away.
4: Yeah, you just kind of end up having to hate eat. Like, uh, oh, i got to <laughs> eat this thing anyway. But, uh, you know, like, I, I, I just need to fix my, you know, my brain hurts from not eating. But I'm also not going to get to enjoy this food because my brain hurts from not eating.
5: Right. <laughs> if, it's um, the, if it's the end of the night, you know, and, and sleep overpowers the hunger, then, yeah, I guess I could pass out. But otherwise, I'll always eat db yes
2: we're gonna let you go but we're gonna hold millard here
4: i love um, it you guys can ask talk about me. you can dish about <laughs> me i love it that's right
2: uh so would you please uh let us know where we can find you and plug your things before you go uh,
4: you know douglovesmovies.com has got all my you know if, if touring ever happens again that's where that'll be mm. Plus, you can there's like uh, players that you can use to listen to the most recent episodes of Wide World of Dougs and Doug Loves Movies. That's at DougLovesMovies.com. dot Doug Benson on Twitter. You don't know Doug on Instagram, and uh, and oh oh, and Getting Doug with Hi has a Patreon. Patreon. Uh, if you go to Patreon dot com slash Getting Doug. Um, we're doing shows exclusively for, for Patreon. We were inspired by and Rosa.
2: You guys, uh, we did it. Yeah. We inspired, I mean, we were ins- inspirational.
4: Yeah. I mean, you let people listen to this for free, but we're just going yes. exclusive Patreon. Oh, you're place. not even
2: putting the audio out to the general people. No, not, not
4: for now. Cause we really wow. owe our Patreon people. Cause we, 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 you know, we were dark for a few months when we were trying to change, uh, you know, companies that produce the show and then the pandemic happened. So the new company, you know, just was never comfortable, you know, nobody is doing a show right now. So, uh, we're sort of just afloat on our own. And so that's why we're putting all this content on Patreon to justify people staying with it to, uh, help keep the show alive.
2: Well, that's, that's nice.
0: You know, it's a little
4: something I want to pay the other people that are on the show with me. I don't need to make money because, I'm happy to to get high for free.
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Have fun. What what are you leaving us to do? Oh, you know, I've, I've, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I
4: have uh, a girlfriend that I live with, and uh, uh, you know, I try not to. Um, you know, when I say I'm going to be some, you know, ready to have dinner or whatever at a certain time, mm. I, I like to, you know, like to show up for it.
2: Well, that's really nice. I mean, not yeah. for us, but for her, it is nice. And your relationship. I just mean my girlfriend. I mean, somebody. I'm
4: gonna go. I'm gonna go try to find somebody right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: every, every night at six o'clock, I just
4: walk the streets until I find somebody <laughs> I'm desperate enough to come back to my place.
2: <laughs> All right, bye, Doug. Thanks for joining bye, us. Bye. Thank you, bye, bye, Doug. bye Doug. Bye. Later, dude. See, you later. See ya. How do I do this part? <laughs> I think you can
4: just,
0: just be le- able to hit leave. Yeah.
5: And then it's just us watching them have dinner because he forgot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is funny. Now, what's left on the screen is just a picture of Doug. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we are going to have that <laughs> for the rest of the time. That's okay. We will. It looks like he's in a hotel, right?
5: Yeah. I think it's from the Alamo draft house with the shining carpeting in oh, the background. Yeah. yeah nice but it looks like he's just watching us because that looks like his photograph that he left behind is like a still photo that looks like he's just very still right now yes
2: (laughs) um so doug you have a dog i do uh has a lot of oh we the doug photo just left us that has a lot of um instagram followers yeah tell us about penny
5: oh penny the at the luckiest penny is just the greatest dog she's I've never had a dog this smart, uh, or sweet or easygoing. It's, it's weird. She really is a human in a dog suit, but, uh, her Instagram, which I am not jealous of at all. Cause she has like 40 million followers more than I do. Uh, <laughs> kind of snowballed from, uh, when the, uh, what was that challenge called where, uh, you you just sit still for a number of you know like a couple oh, minutes oh I, I sorry like i'm like a statue
2: out. challenge or something yeah something
5: like this, that like yeah yeah she started doing that and people she would just hold still she we can put her in costumes and she'll just sit there and people love it and it yeah wow. just kind of started catching <laughs> on fire a little bit and uh and it's weird cuz you know every once in a while somebody will chime in like you guys are torturing your dog but she loves it like if my wife had this like corner in our place in LA where she would set up like you know her costumes and stuff once she started getting that area ready our dog would run over there like i got a job to do and she would be so excited cuz she knows she's getting treats attention and she's a working dog you know she's like a shepherd kind of mix so yeah. she just loves having a job so she's just ready to go and and yeah people seem to really like it you should check it out it's a fun and follow on Instagram, especially during a pandemic when you need some positivity. <laughs>
0: That's
2: so sweet. My husband's dream is to have a dog that he can put in costumes uh, and we have Wendy who is just not into it like he's tried a couple times and you can just see on her face like what people think (laughs) is happening to your dog I feel like is what what she would want them to think like I have a picture of her with these little bows he bought bows to put in he I think he really wants a daughter and we have two sons Um, (laughs) but like he bought these little bows to put in her hair and it's just like it's so not her, it's, yeah, just, yeah, it's just not yeah, her. Yeah. so I guess what I'm saying is, can he come over and dress your dog?
5: oh, absolutely, anytime <laughs> she lo- yeah again, she loves it, so and she loves new friends, so <laughs> you said
2: up. that she's a shepherd mix
5: yeah we we did the the Whatever equivalent for dogs is 23 and me equivalent thing is. Well,
2: and Bark is one of my sponsors. So I think oh, right. they're one of the best. I don't know if you did that one. They're really comprehensive. There's There are other ones, though, and I'm forgetting their names.
5: I, I believe it was Bark, and it it was very spot on. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm no scientist, so I don't know how to double check it. But <laughs> but what's crazy is like she's kind of a little bit of everything, so which is good. Uh, And it brings a lot to the dog, a lot of different personality. But at the same time, how do we recreate that in the next dog when it's, you know, how do you find that dog that's a little bit of everything? So,
2: yeah, I don't think you can.
5: I know she is unique. She is one of a kind.
2: And you mentioned that you raise money with her uh, with her Instagram account to give back to this um, shelter. Right. Like, how does that work?
5: We sell a calendar every year that's, like, some of our best from Instagram the year before, and people eat it up. And, you know, again, it's like a, especially right now, we have one here that we brought with us that uh, it's a nice thing to wake up to, pass by, and see this goofy image of your dog. Oh, my God. Tony, you've got an amazing dog in the background. I down know there. it's like
0: she she'd been in the other room until you started talking about your dog, and she came out here.
5: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to like get uh, Penny in here. Um, yeah, we, we raised money for the for the uh, for the, the shelter that that found her because she was, I mean, again, this incredible dog, and she was just uh, I think a couple hours from being put down.
2: Oh my God! How did yeah. you hear about her?
5: Uh, was my wife? I, I married into this wonderful dog. Uh, <laughs> she she found her, and she was real skittish, and you know was kind of told like maybe don't get that dog because it's too skittish. But it was skittish because it had been left behind in a backyard, chained to something. Mm. The people that left her behind like didn't even give her a chance. I don't, uh, some neighbors reported, and they, she was luckily found. But but in the shelter, she didn't act like this dog that we know and love because she was shell shocked, you know, and I'm sure that happens a lot. So
2: Yeah, there's like a na- like shelter syndrome, I think maybe. There's like a name for how they beca- there's like people in prison.
5: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's funny to equate. Uh, <laughs> I just pictured Penny in prison now. <laughs> Lifting weights, you know, making friends.
2: <laughs> so you mentioned LA, are you do you are you based in Santa Fe?
5: No, I'm based in LA, uh I started stand up in Austin, Texas, moved to LA. But once all of this stuff went down, uh, my wife's uh, parents have a home here that they couldn't get to. Oh. They offered up, why don't you guys go? We have a uh, an apartment in LA and we have this beautiful home in Santa Fe and there's less cases. And we just thought, you know, we love Santa Fe, or we love LA, but, and we miss it, but, yeah, we've also wondered what it would be like to live in Santa Fe. It felt like this life hack. And then, you know, I like turning it into a little bit of a positive to see what it's like here. And, and we have enjoyed it. So uh, I can't recommend visiting enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, my fucking family has no house to offer us. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not not the worst here uh, with this lovely home. Uh, and we can go outside, which is nice. And our dog can chase rabbits every night and deer. It's crazy. Although now we have to worry about bears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I was, I was having technical difficulties before I got on. And on top of that, while I'm frantic trying to connect and all that, my phone is down, my computer's down, I'm being told that we have to be very careful about multiple bears in the area. Uh, it was a lot coming at me at once. And including... A mama bear with her cubs, which that's when you have to worry. Yeah.
2: I didn't know this, but apparently every because I remember this came up on my I've been doing this show a long time, so everything at some point has come up on the show. I think Tony, you were there. Everyone Is knew this David that,
0: Huntsberger's story. Yes, yeah. and
2: Wendy. Like everyone knew it's a mama bear you need to. I mean, I guess the you know, the phrase mama bear, but like if you see a mama bear or, no, if you see a baby bear, something, somehow, mama or baby, like that's when you need to, to shit yourself. Right. Because maybe if, if you see a baby, then you need to be scared because there's a mama nearby.
5: Yeah, I believe right. so. Right. Yeah, you have to be terrified because if you get between the mama and the baby, that's when you get scared. Because, you know, when they were warning us about the multiple bears, uh, I was nervous, but once I heard. Baby bear. That's when I got really, really nervous.
2: And who was warning you?
5: Uh, so there's like a – it's a small neighborhood here, and uh, w- w- there was like a yearly meeting or whatever. And we weren't a part of it, but we were pa- – the information was passed along, uh, which is like the opposite of L.A., where I just hear terrifying things on neighborhood apps.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and then like, whatever we, I could talk about uh, next door and how annoying and sometimes useful I find it all day. But instead, I want to <laughs> say hello and thank you to my new Patreon subscribers: Sonia, Josh, Ange, Ashley T, Lisa, and Ashley C. Hello and welcome. Um, as I mentioned before, if you want to see this video, if you want to see Tony's dog, if we haven't seen Penny yet.
5: I'm I trying like she... to bring her in. I, I texted my wife. Uh, I could, if you can give me a second, I can run and we grab can. her. I'm I, uh, sorry, the, the, I lost the video for some reason. Oh, but you guys can just... hear and see me. Yes. yes. Okay. You're not seeing so, us.
2: We're, we can still hear. And no, see
5: you. I don't know. Okay, let me grab Penny. Give me. Is that cool?
2: That's sh- sure. Go for it. Cool.
5: Give me two seconds. There we go. Okay. Penny, come here. Come here. Here we go. Here we go. Is she in there? Oh,
2: <laughs> hi Penny. She's oh she's so cute. So for people who are not on my Patreon who can't see her, well you can go follow her at the luckiest penny on Instagram, but she's like a copper colored big sweet dog with a whitish muzzle, with black and white muzzle. Um and she's got sunglasses on right now. <laughs> oh, what a sweetie.
0: Real cute. <laughs> that is a
2: really sweet dog. Does she sleep in your bed?
5: She will for a little bit, but then she gets overheated, so she has to get down.
2: Oh, that's kind of the best of all worlds, because then it's not, you don't have to feel guilty for kicking your dog out. She left on her own accord. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Tony, where does Moose sleep? She, when I first got her, she was sleeping with me. uh, And then over time, she's just decided that she'll sometimes sleep on the couch, but she usually just sleeps on the floor in the bedroom. Like, she likes to be close by, but doesn't sleep on the bed.
2: That's interesting. Wendy uh, is going to be on my pillow or on Daniel's pillow. Prefer- he, she likes to sleep on Daniel's pillow, but sometimes I'll wake up with her on my pillow. Um, you know, dog trainers are always saying they shouldn't sleep in your bed. Like, it, I don't know, it makes them think they're equals and they have to all know their right. dogs or all that stuff. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but,
2: oh, my God, she's so cute. So so. so uh.
5: <laughs> Thank you, Penny. Yeah, she's, she's pretty absurd.
2: That's really sweet. What's your tattoo?
5: Which, uh, where did you? What I'm did looking you see?
2: at uh, that one that you're pointing to. Yeah.
5: This guy, uh, I got accommodate madness misspelled on purpose to screw with people. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought it'd be funny if people were like, you know, that's misspelled. And then I would get <laughs> fake upset about it. But I learned that no one knows how to spell. So (laughs) I just got this really stupid tattoo for no reason, uh, which is almost all of my tattoos. Has
2: it it worked even once? Has even once someone pointed it out?
5: Yeah, it worked like the first night. And so I thought, oh, this is going to be funny. And then like maybe one other time in 10 years. So uh, yeah,
0: not so much. I'm just an idiot. Speaking of bad spelling, have have either of you noticed your spelling getting worse during this? Yes.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It doesn't even I really just make worse sense, in general.
0: but like I swear since this all started my spelling is getting way worse. I don't yeah. like I like if there you know if there's a word that has two spellings like with two different definitions, I'll I keep picking the wrong one. And right. I I don't know why it's related to this, but I'm going to blame it on this.
5: No, I th- I think everybody's just like everybody's a little more tired. It's probably yeah. related to that. There's just a lot like yeah. I yeah. feel we're watching a lot more Netflix and stuff. Yeah. Like maybe we're just becoming idiocracy.
0: I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean we were already marching there anyways. Yeah, yeah, this is not yeah. helping, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll fire off a fiery tweet and then I'll look and I misspelled a word. And I'm like, Oh,
5: that's it. the worst. I did
2: that today. I I said something about unmarked vehicles and I wrote unmaked. I'm like, I'm not, uh, I'm, not I'm not fixing that.
5: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's already
2: it's already out there.
5: And it's more aggravating if the tweet does well, if people like it. But you, it sticks with you that you did the yes. misspelling. Oh, yeah.
2: So wait, how that. did you misspell accommodate the number the C's uh, or the M's?
5: I, I took out one C and one M.
2: Oh, yeah. I've also yeah. got
5: – this is – where is it? That's uh, for my 30th. I got a matching tattoo of a match with another friend. I'm just covered in stupid stuff.
2: I like that though.
5: I dated a girl named Allie, and then uh, we broke up. So I got you say I heart Allie, and now it says I heart alligators. <laughs> and it's got the Lacoste <laughs> tattoo. Uh, I'm not very smart, or I'm the smartest. I, I mean don't that's
0: know. a that's a pretty smart solution to a problem.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a team think on it.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Doug, other Doug, thank you. Or maybe he's other Doug.
5: No, I, I, I gladly go by other Doug.
2: Okay. He referred to you as Doug, too.
5: Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, uh, Doug Benson's killing it. I love that dude. And uh, yeah, I will gladly be Doug number two or Doug <laughs> number 23.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. Thank us. you. Um, I, let's see. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Follow uh, the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and download and tell your friends and leave us a nice review. Five stars, please. Uh, Listen to my other podcast, Childish. Um, Doug Mellard, what would you like to plug? Uh, Doug Benson did some of them.
5: Yeah, Wide World of Dougs. Uh, Same thing. Uh, Find us, follow us, listen, and uh, just find me on social at Doug Mellard.
2: And yeah. you have albums, Fart Safari.
5: I do have uh <laughs> Fart Safari as well as Fart Safari Two, Fart Harder. And coming soon, uh the pandemic kind of pushed it a while, but coming soon there will be Fart Safari Three, Fart Hard with a Vengeance. So yeah, looking forward <laughs> to that. I'm also glad that it was pushed in a way because during the pandemic, anything new that you can put out to the world right now is good. So I'm excited to have that out soon even though it's got the dumbest title
0: imaginable (laughs) (laughs) and Tony Uh, just at Tony Thaxton Twitter and Instagram and uh, my podcast Bizarre Albums
2: all right thank you guys so much yeah thank you listeners thank you for listening I love you goodbye
1: hey do you know
5: about the Allison Rosen show
1: we had a good time but now we gotta go